The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Too often we rely solely or primarily on conventional medicine to treat symptoms and disease. But these can mask the problems, so we never get to the root cause of the disease. There are better choices. Welcome to Generation Regeneration with your host, Sandra Guy Malhotra. Conventional medicine does play an important role in effective treatment, but even more important are the daily lifestyle, food, and spiritual choices we make. Now, here is Sandra Guy Malhotra. Welcome, everyone, to Generation Regeneration. I'm Sandra Malhotra, your host and founder of health and wellness company, W-Cubed. Thank you for joining me, whether it's live or on demand. Our goal with the show is to provide information and support for those who want to take ownership of their health and engage in a lifestyle that regenerates their body, mind, and spirit. And one regenerative modality that I really love is acupuncture. And our guest today is licensed Colorado acupuncturist, Terry Fox. Terry first studied massage at the Utah College of Massage Therapy. After graduation, he helped create the first hospital-based massage therapy program in the state of Wyoming. And four years later, Terry made the leap into acupuncture, earning his master's degree from the Colorado School of Traditional Chinese Medicine in only three years. And from there, he went on to found Artesian Spring Oriental Medicine in Fort Collins, Colorado, serve as the secretary for the Acupuncture Association of Colorado, and become the best acupuncturist 2015, according to the Experience Pros radio show. His current focus is helping women feel better and look younger through comprehensive traditional Chinese medicine and cosmetic acupuncture, all of which we're going to talk about today. And you can learn more about Terry's practice at www.artesianspringom.com. And we'll be repeating that throughout the show. Welcome to the show, Terry. It's a great pleasure to have you here. Sandra, it's a pleasure to be on your show. Wonderful. Now, your website, artesianspringom.com, is full of great information to read about traditional Chinese medicine and acupuncture and also contains some pretty great videos. In fact, you have a series in which you passionately describe why you do what you do. Can you share that with us? You bet. Um, The whole reason I do what I do, uh, well, it goes back to when I was 17 years old. My mother was diagnosed with an autoimmune condition called fibromyalgia. And for your listeners who aren't familiar with that, it's a painful autoimmune condition that, uh, I mean, the pain just goes all over your body. Chronic fatigue usually goes along with it. And it's just generally is awful. It it just sucks to have. It does. And uh, so my mom would come home. She was the high school secretary there in our itty-bitty little town of Buffalo, Wyoming, and we'd come home, and she'd either have me, my brother, or my dad rub her shoulders at night, and pretty soon it got to be, ah, your brother rubs too hard. Your dad just doesn't do it right. (laughs) I I kind of became the designated shoulder rubber. The magic touch. 
You bet. Well, one night she said, you know, you're pretty good at this. Maybe you ought to think about doing it professionally. And that really struck a chord with me. And uh, after I got out of high school and I, well, I fooled around in junior college for a little while because I wasn't sure what I was going to do. But this idea of massage work and helping my mom who was in pain, it, it just really resonated with me. So eventually... I made my way to the Utah College of Massage Therapy, ended up getting massage therapy training, and that also exposed me to a lot of Asian medicine uh, techniques through Japanese shiatsu, applied kinesiology, acupressure, and that's when I also had my first exposure to acupuncture. So that's that's the uh, short story is it massage therapy brought me to traditional Chinese medicine theory that eventually led me into um, going to Laramie, Wyoming. I worked in the hospital there and had some experiences in the hospital using acupressure to such an effect. I thought, God, God, I knew how to do this like an acupuncturist. These people might not even be in here. Mm. So when my uh, massage therapy program ended up getting scrapped, I jumped ship and went to the Colorado School of Traditional Chinese Medicine, and from there ended up in Fort Collins, and here I am helping people, and especially women. I I try to help people like my mom. I mean, I don't get up to Wyoming enough to treat my own mom, so I treat other people's moms the way I would treat my own mom. Okay, that's great. That's a great story. And you're clearly skilled and passionate about what you do with massage and acupuncture, though acupuncture is just one piece of traditional Chinese medicine. It's one of the five branches. So can you explain what the other four are? You bet. Yeah, that was something when I first went to traditional Chinese medicine school, I went, wow, there's, there's more to this than just acupuncture? Well, there is. Uh, we've got acupuncture, We've got massage therapy, and in acupuncture school, we generally, they generally teach tui na, which is a form of Chinese body work. We have Chinese herbal medicine. There is also Chinese dietetics, where you learn to use food as your medicine. And then they also teach qigong exercise, where you're working with the body's internal energy to help strengthen it and improve your health. Yes, that's a very complete system of healthcare there. And the one thing that acupuncture relies on is enhancing energy flow or chi through energy highways or meridians in our body using special needles. Now, for those who may be new to the modality of acupuncture, can you could explain what's going on in a little more detail with chi and meridians and so forth? You bet. Well, here's what I tell my patients. The, when you come to see an acupuncturist, we think about things a lot differently than modern medicine. And the simplest way to put it is with modern medicine, you're, you're looking at the body like a machine and you're reducing it down to its smallest parts. In traditional Chinese medicine, we see the body as a garden or, or a field where you're, where you're growing crops. And if your crops are growing, you're healthy. The idea of qi, this body, your body's internal energy, can be likened to the irrigation source in that garden or field. So the qi is like the water. If you don't have enough water running through your field where you're growing crops, then those crops end up drying up and dying. If you've got too much water running through your field, well, you flood out the crops and 
that causes problems. You want the appropriate amount of water irrigating that field. And so you've got to either have a sprinkler system or if you're like me, you grow up on a ranch, you, you think about ditches. Well, that's the way the ancient Chinese thought about the body is that there are these pathways, these ditches, if you will, that run through your field, through your body, and circulate all through the body to nourish the body with fat energy. So my job as an acupuncturist is to figure out, okay, do we have too much water in a ditch, too little in a ditch? Is there something blocking the ditch? What's going on with the circulation of the energy in those pathways? Then I use specific points to redirect the flow of that energy so it rebalances. And I do that by stimulating those specific points with needles. That's a great explanation. Thank you very much for that. And for anyone who is at all skeptical of this, because the meridians are not something that can be seen, and it seems like with Western medicine, we like to see things, uh, I say the proof is in the pudding in terms of when you get a treatment, uh, you will feel the results. So this is a very real energy system that we have in our body. And Terry, the goal of this comprehensive system of traditional Chinese medicine is to identify and treat root causes of imbalance and disease, which to me is what real healthcare is all about. So can you give us an example of how you would use the five branches to address a common ailment, for example? You bet. Uh, one of the more common issues that a lot of acupuncturists see is low back pain. Okay. So we can use acupuncture. In Chinese medicine, the idea is if there's pain, it means there is stagnation in the chi flow. So we can use acupuncture and those acupuncture needles to redirect and stimulate the chi flow in that specific area where you're having the pain. We can also use massage therapy to loosen up those muscles because massage therapy is that second branch. The acupuncture to go back for a second, um, generally can address nerve issues. So we address the muscles, we address the nerves. That helps settle things down. We also use herbal medicine. In that case, for low back pain, a lot of times there's an element of what we would call blood stagnation or there may be chi stagnation. Either way, there are Chinese herbs that address those issues. So you can take those herbs internally and treat your body from the inside out, or you can use an herbal, Chinese herbal liniment uh, to rub on your back directly, which then increases the circulation, decreases inflammation, reduces pain. Again, the herbs address the issue as well. Now, with Chinese dietetics, we would be using food as medicine to treat the low back pain and the fact that uh, there may be something within the root cause of the back pain, again, chi stagnation or blood stagnation, very common issues, you can eat specific foods to address those symptoms. Then we've got qigong exercise. And with qigong exercise, it's a lot of it's body, mind, breath, coordinated movement. It's usually pretty slow, but what we're doing with that exercise is intentionally moving the body in specific ways to redirect or direct the chi flow into certain areas of the body. 
And so we can help speed the healing of the low back if there's an injury and there's pain there by doing specific Qigong movements. And when you combine all five of those elements together, acupuncture, massage, herbs, diet, and Qigong, man, you can do wonders. That's right. Yes. And I really appreciate how you're addressing the root cause and not simply prescribing something like a pain reliever, which doesn't get at, yeah, which doesn't get at the root cause, which could actually even be the beginning of something even more serious. So if you just sort of cover it up with a pain medication like that, uh, it could lead to larger problems down the road. So that was an excellent example of how all five branches can be used to treat something very common. So thank you so much for that. And let's now get ready for our first break. Thanks again for joining us, everyone. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And I'm talking to licensed Colorado massage therapist and acupuncturist, Terry Fox, who just gave us a great introduction to the five branches of traditional Chinese medicine and how trained professionals like him use those branches to get at the root cause of ailments, which is what I call real health care. And next, we're going to talk about Terry's specialty, cosmetic acupuncture, which is about much more than vanity. So stay tuned, and we'll see you soon with more great stuff. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. It's here. Announcing the launch of a new health and wellness community called whole-treatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. 
She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today is licensed Colorado massage therapist and acupuncturist, Terry Fox. And in the previous segment, we discussed how the five branches of traditional Chinese medicine, acupuncture being one of them, can be used to identify and treat the root causes of ailments. And he gave a great example of how they can be used to treat lower back pain, something which is very common. It's wonderful, wonderful stuff. I was also surprised to learn about the field of cosmetic acupuncture. So Terry, tell us more about this. Where did you learn about the specialty and what are its goals? Well, Sandra, where I learned this special form of acupuncture, I actually started out by training with the very first licensed acupuncturist in the state of Colorado. His name was Doc Ron Rosen, and that was back in 2007. Uh, Doc had taught several other students, two of which uh, were Denise Ellinger and Martha Lucas, who went on to co-create, well, they both created the um, May Zen cosmetic acupuncture system. And this is one of the most popular cosmetic acupuncture systems in the nation, if not the world. So Denise and Martha were some of Doc's first students. I was one of Doc's last students before he passed away. And just recently, I did more training with Denise Ellinger in uh, her work, and we call this work cosmetic rejuvenation acupuncture. And it is very specialized. This is definitely not something that your uh, average run-of-the-mill acupuncturist does. So which areas of the body can be treated, and what happens? Well, well, what the goal is with cosmetic acupuncture, most people think about, okay, cosmetic, so we're talking about the face. Yeah. Well, we do not only face work, but also breast work, abdominal work, and buttock work, at least in the style that I've been trained in. Most acupuncturists who do cosmetic acupuncture, it's mainly face work. And what we're trying to do is reduce the look of fine lines and wrinkles, and we tonify and strengthen and kind of perk up the musculature in the face so that everything looks nice and tight and toned and youthful. Mm. So how does the practice of acupuncture actually do the tightening and toning and smoothing out of wrinkles? Uh, What is it that happens with the needles? Well, the way that works is we use these itty-bitty little needles that create very small traumas within the skin and the tissue, and the body naturally goes to heal those up. When that healing process takes place, the body lays down more collagen, more elastin. There's much more uh, stimulation of local circulation, so you get better blood flow in the area. The tissue is more nourished and becomes more healthy. Okay, interesting. And so I have to also ask, why you say this is about more than vanity? If this is about looks, is it kind of vain or not so much? How would you address that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, Doc Rosen um, was really kind of disdainful of this work because he believes that, yeah, it was, it was just an appeal to vanity. But the more that I've done this work, the more I've learned it's not so much about vanity, but self-esteem. 
And when your relationship with your mirror is pretty low and you're looking in the mirror going, dear God, when did I start looking like my mother? (laughs) It just hurts. You know, it it really bothers your self-esteem. When you can come see someone like me and I can help you with that issue so that when you look in the mirror and you go, oh, I just love the way I look today. It's not necessarily vain. It's about how you take care of yourself, how you love yourself, and how you feel about yourself. So it's, it's more about self-love as opposed to just straight-up vanity. Mm, I like what you said about self-love because we've talked about that a lot on this show, actually. And we've even introduced, uh, during a show with Dr. Nadine even, something called the mirror exercise, uh, which she learned from Louise Hay, actually, which is where uh-huh. you look in the mirror several times a day and you and you look into your eyes and you say, I love you. I really, really love you. And you, the goal of that is to really feel that deep self-love so that your self-esteem is about all of you, not just how you look, though looking refreshed can certainly be helpful, but loving yourself really regardless of how you look. You bet. And that is certainly one of the strengths of traditional Chinese medicine being a holistic modality. We're not just working with your face or your abdomen or, or that target area. I mean, we're working mind, body, and spirit as well. Good point. That's right. That's right. Yeah, I really like that balanced approach. Uh, there's nothing wrong with looking the best that you can at every age. That's a wonderful thing to do. But also going deeper than that with the real self-love and understanding that you're more than just what you see in the mirror. So that's a wonderful point. Yeah. And so what is a course of treatment like, uh, for example, uh, how many visits are required for an effect? Like, for example, if you wanted to tone your abdomen, what, what would that take? Okay. That's a fantastic question, Sandra. Uh, This isn't like Botox or plastic surgery where it's like one shot with the surgery or with Botox where you're uh, having to go continually um, month after month after month. Um, With this, what we're doing is we're stimulating the body's own natural healing response. So what I do is two treatments a week for six weeks. So it's about 12 treatments. And that's really pretty good for for the maximum effect. Uh, I mean, if we're doing just straight-up needles, if we're adding in other things like dietetics, herbs, all that good stuff, then there's more to it. But just for the straight-up cosmetic acupuncture, I recommend two treatments a week for six weeks. Okay. All right. And how you explained how it works for toning the face, for example, with the little needles and the collagen production. Is that also how it works for toning other parts of the body that you mentioned? You know, I think it does. Mm. I will tell you with the abdominal work, I mean, it's it's a little, I mean, anytime you're talking acupuncture, it can get a little weird. (laughs) (laughs) For example, and what I mean by that is I use itty bitty tiny little Korean hand needles. And these aren't even inserted fully through the skin if I can help it. Um, they definitely don't go into the muscular tissue. They're, they're not long enough. Uh, but I did the abdominal protocol with my wife when I first learned. And, well, actually, I only did half of the protocol. Um, 
And I was just begging. I was like, please, doc, show me this technique. I really want to learn. I, want, I, need, I need somebody to do it. And my wife said, well, you're not doing my face. And sure as heck aren't doing my chest. But we had just had our first son. And so she wasn't very happy with her tummy. So she said, all right, go ahead and practice on my tummy. And I'd put these needles in. And I know I wasn't needling in the muscles. But we, when, when we would finish, she'd say, oh, man, it just feels like I, I did 100 sit-ups. Mm. Well, she lost a pant size. No change in diet, no exercise, just six, six acupuncture treatments. Boom, pant size. Crazy. Wow. Yeah, so something, something serious is going on there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, my jaw dropped, to be honest. I said, how, how does that work? <laughs> yeah. But, but it does, and that's, that's the magic of acupuncture, and especially cosmetic acupuncture, where you actually can see these results. Yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Now, you gave the example of your wife, which is a good one. And what other changes have you seen in your cosmetic acupuncture patients uh, in terms of their self-esteem and the quality of their life? Oh, my goodness. Well, uh, I can tell you that most of my patients, they, they get a lot of compliments usually afterward um, well, and even during uh, which, of course, boosts their self-esteem because people are coming up to them and saying, wow, what, what's going on with you? You just, you, you, you have a brighter personality or, or, or did you get your hair done or have you lost weight or what, what's going on with you? And, you know, when you get those sorts of compliments, I mean, it, it just really does a number for your self-esteem. And when your self-esteem increases, well, your relationships improve as well. I mean, you're going to be a happier person. And a lot of these ladies that I've treated, um, their significant others tend to be happier because their wives are happier. And their business relationships tend to improve because they're more confident. They're able to get things done and be decisive and take action because they're feeling good about themselves. Yeah, okay. It, it just really does a great thing, not only for their looks, but for their personal life in general. Yes. Okay. Sounds good. So, ladies, uh, before considering other measures, uh, perhaps consider cosmetic acupuncture, which works. Yeah, friends don't let friends do Botox. There you go. That's, that's an excellent way to put it. <laughs> friends do let friends do cosmetic acupuncture, which works with your body, like Terry explained, to bring out uh, a youthful glow from the inside out, help you feel better, and also uh, get at the basis of some health things as well. So that's wonderful. Now, on that note, let's get ready for our next break. Thanks, everyone, again for joining us. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra. And I'm talking to licensed Colorado massage therapist and acupuncturist Terry Fox. And up next, we'll discuss other lifestyle modifications that Terry recommends to radiate health from the inside out. Stay close and we'll see you soon. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. 
GMOs, or genetically modified organisms, are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. It's here, announcing the launch of a new health and wellness community called whole-treatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments, all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together, we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Helping you make informed decisions for your life. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at WCubedCommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today is licensed Colorado massage therapist and acupuncturist, Terry Fox. And in the previous segment, Terry explained the modality of cosmetic acupuncture, which is specific training that he received to address areas of the body that could use tightening, toning, flattening out, and so forth, all to help us look and feel our best. Now, Terry, what other lifestyle modifications would you recommend to your clients along with the cosmetic acupuncture treatments so they radiate health from the inside out? Well, when it comes to uh, lifestyle modifications, (coughs) really what it boils down to is common sense. Are you active? Are you actually moving? Are you exercising? And, And how are your diet? Those two things are key in keeping yourself healthy. And as we all know, if you're healthy, you're probably looking pretty good. So health is beauty. That's right. Now, what type of physical activity would you recommend and how much and how often? What what do you think about that? Well, with cosmetic acupuncture, well, acupuncture in general, we tailor our treatments specifically to the individual. So I would have to assess where that individual is in their health before I could really make any sort of recommendations. But 
in general, some physical activity on a daily basis is good. And as a traditional Chinese medicine practitioner, I, of course, uh, recommend Qigong exercise. And Qigong, again, very gentle. If, if your listeners are familiar with Tai Chi, um, which is just a very, I mean, slow, gentle body breath coordinated movement. Tai Chi is a form of Qigong exercise. And there's other forms of Qigong out there. There's medical forms. There's martial arts forms. There are uh, spiritual cultivation forms out there. So finding a good Qigong teacher is something I certainly recommend. I've got some small training in it, so I can recommend some simple exercises for my patients. But if they're really wanting to delve into it, then I have to uh, see if I can help them find a solid teacher. Yes. But, uh, Qigong's fantastic. Okay. Yes. Yes. Any of those types of uh, body breath movement modalities are wonderful. And also you mentioned previously food is medicine. So what does that phrase mean to you? Food is medicine. Well, in, in traditional Chinese medicine, we see our energy, this, this qi, we get it from two sources. One from the congenital essence, which is the energy that's given to us by our parents at the moment of our conception, and we have a limited amount of that. Um, the other place we get our energy from is the food we eat, the air we breathe, and the water we drink. And so using food as medicine means taking in good, healthy, natural foods, non-processed, if you can help it, the closer to the farm, the better, taking those foods into your body so that your body can then use them to get good, clean, clear, wonderful chi out of it. And when you've got good, strong chi, your health is going to be good. And again, health is beauty. <laughs> That's right. It all ties together. You bet. Yes. And so as far as whole foods, do you also recommend going organic, for example? Do you think that improves the, that's a higher quality source of food for the body? In my personal opinion, yes, I think organic's a good way to go. Uh, Chinese medicine has its own ideas about food, and it treats food almost like uh, herb medicine. We have kind of the same theories. Specific foods have certain flavors, and thermal or um, thermal energetics. They can either be warming or cooling. And those flavors and those temperatures of the food affect specific organ systems in the body. So if I diagnose you, for example, you have a lot of stress and I diagnose you with liver cheese stagnation, then we would look at specific foods that would help the liver in its functions of spreading and smoothing qi so that we can help alleviate that liver cheese stagnation. So using certain foods as medicine can help you alleviate certain symptoms that you're having. That's right. Yes. And also get at treating the root cause of what may be you going bet. on with you, mm -hmm. yeah, which is, which is a wonderful thing. Now, what about spiritual connection, stress management, mindfulness? Does Qigong help with all that, or are there other things that you would recommend? You know, Qigong definitely helps with that. I mean, Qigong is, is moving meditation. Um, other things like yoga or 
taking a, like you said, simple mindfulness practices, or, or for me personally, I, I do a lot of prayer. Uh, but all of those are fantastic to include because we're a whole person. I mean, it's mind, body, spirit. Again, Chinese medicine is very holistic. And so we address all those facets. When you have a connection with those three things and you're working them all together, amazing things can happen in your life and for your body. So, yeah, I highly recommend people have some sort of spiritual practice, whether that's um, using Qigong as your spiritual practice or going to church or doing yoga or what, whatever it is that helps you get into that calm space in your mind, in your body, in your spirit. That's fantastic. That's right. Yes, and we've talked quite a bit on the show about the sympathetic nervous system versus the parasympathetic nervous system. And when you're in your fight or flight mode, which a lot of people find themselves in when they're stressed with their work or other things that are going on with their life, that's the sympathetic nervous system. And that is where your body basically uh, freezes and is preparing for an attack of some sort. Whereas, like you say, if you deal with the relaxation, you're getting into the parasympathetic nervous system, and that's where your body can absorb nutrients and regenerate and really work on all these healthful things. Amen to that. Yes, amen. So very important to (laughs) be able to, at the end of the day, uh, get out of that fight-or-flight mode. Uh, It's very important for a lot of reasons, uh, probably also including aging, right? Looking your best. Um, (laughs) If you're stressed out all the time, that's not good on many, many levels. Oh, my goodness. If you're stressed out all the time, it shows up on your face and in your body. Yes. Plain and simple. All I have to do is look at somebody and go, oh, oh, my, (laughs) they've got a lot of stress. Yeah, let's work on that stress. Yeah. Now, another wonderful thing that you use as well in your practice is essential oils. So can you talk about how you use those personally and even professionally? Certainly. Well, um, personally, uh, I use the oils around the house in several different ways. Um, one of them being... Uh, I, well, I use a an oil blend that has some very nice antibacterial and antiviral properties. I have an immune challenged uh, son at home. He's he's seven years old when he was diag- he was five when he was diagnosed with leukemia, mm. and so we're going through all the leukemia treatment, chemotherapy, and all that good stuff, and that really takes a toll on his immune system. So we use that essential oil blend a lot instead of hand sanitizer. And we also diffuse it in the house. Uh, I really think it's made quite a difference, at least as far as universal precautions go. And that's Uh, just a great thing for anybody to do, especially during cold and flu season, for example. Uh, Just just helping your immune system along with something like that. You bet. When school just started. (laughs) There you go. We're ramping it up, let me tell you what. (laughs) Right. Uh, Professionally... How I use essential oils, I use those basically as an extension of traditional Chinese herbal medicine. So, for example, um, frankincense 
is a Chinese herb. It's used a lot for uh, helping promote circulation and alleviating blood stagnation. And so if I have a patient that I know is chronically blood stagnated, then when they come into my office, I will have that um, frankincense oil diffusing right there in my treatment room so that we already have an energetic set in that area for moving blood. That's very good. Yes, and essential oils are pretty easy to find these days. Um, I know there are companies, specific companies that sell them. You can also even get them at health food stores, but they're just a wonderful thing to supplement your routine just to boost up some things, like you said. You bet. Yeah. Now, your website also, again, artesianspringom.com, also lists some other offerings that you provide. Can you get into those in the last couple of minutes of this segment? Sure. Um, Besides acupuncture, um, I've had a lot of interesting training in several different bodywork modalities. Uh, One of my favorites is cranial sacral therapy. So I do offer that for my patients. Usually, well, what I do is I put all everything I offer under the banner of comprehensive traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. And then I have folks come in, we sit down, we have a consultation, we figure out what specifically is going on with them and what modalities best fit their situation. Uh, but cranial sacral therapy is a fantastic light touch modality that does a lot to alleviate stress in the body and really relaxes a person to the point of bliss. Um, I've also had training from Master Yunxiang Sung. Uh, most people just call him Chen. Uh, he's a 14th generation Taoist priest from Wudong Mountain in China. Wow. And he oh. taught me the, um, their form of energetic healing called Wudong External Qi Healing. And that is a little bit more of an esoteric modality, but very in line with traditional Chinese medicine. And if you're familiar with Reiki or other non-touch forms of energetic work, this is very similar, but it works in conjunction with traditional Chinese medicine. So I'm accessing meridians and moving qi um, through the body without the needles. So it works really well for my patients who just are scared to death of the needles. I can have them come in and I can do Wudong external chi healing with them instead. Oh, interesting. That's really interesting. Yeah, and I like the point that you made about when folks come to see you, you sit down and have a comprehensive consultation with them and figure out how to tailor the treatment. And I know from working with other integrative practitioners like you, that could be a half hour, an hour, uh, or even more. And so that's the wonderful thing. Yeah, that's the wonderful thing about practitioners like you is that you really take the time to get to know the patient and individualize the treatment. So that's 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 half the fun. That's (laughs) half the fun. Great. Okay, and on that fun note, let's get ready for our final break. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us. This is your host for Generation Regeneration, Sandra Malhotra, and I'm talking to licensed Colorado massage therapist and acupuncturist Terry Fox. And in the beginning of the show, we talked about some videos that we had on his website. Well, he has one really awesome one about five things you probably don't know about acupuncture. So he is going to reveal these things for us 
on the other side of this break. Thanks again. See you in a few. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. It's here. Announcing the launch of a new health and wellness community called whole-treatment.com. As a practitioner, you can increase your visibility by creating a detailed profile, posting blogs, advertising online and live events, and accepting online appointments. As a client, you can learn about holistic healing modalities, research practitioners to find the best one for you, and conveniently book online appointments all for free. We aspire to change the way healthcare is practiced, and together we can do it. Visit whole-treatment.com to find out more. GMOs or genetically modified organisms are plants or animals that have been genetically engineered with DNA from bacteria, viruses, or other plants and animals. These experimental combinations of genes from different species cannot occur in nature or in traditional crossbreeding. Most developed nations do not consider GMOs to be safe. Right now, over 80% of the corn and soy grown in the U.S. is genetically modified, and we should be able to choose whether we wish to consume these foods or not. Visit non-gmoproject.org forward slash learn dash more. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. This is Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. To connect with Sandra, send an email to Sandra Malhotra at wcubedcommunity.com or tweet at Sandra G. Malhotra, hashtag WeAreGenR. She looks forward to your comments. Now back to Generation Regeneration. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks again for joining us. I'm your host, Sandra Malhotra, and my guest today has been licensed Colorado massage therapist and acupuncturist, Terry Fox. And he shared a lot of great information today about traditional Chinese medicine, all of the branches, how they work together to address the root cause of ailments, his specific training in cosmetic acupuncture, which can make you feel and look your best, and great lifestyle choices that help you radiate health and vitality from the inside out. A much better way to go than Botox, for example, and other fillers that contain various chemical concoctions and may leave you looking a little unnatural. So cosmetic acupuncture sounds like a great way to go in combination with other healthy lifestyle choices. So Terry, do you have any final thoughts for those of us who want to look and feel our best while we take on the world? Final thoughts. Well, I would definitely say if you're needing to improve your relationship with your mirror, yeah, cosmetic acupuncture is definitely the first option you want to look at as opposed to um, any sort of other injections or surgical intervention. Yeah. Yeah, I would I would definitely agree with that. That sounds like a, yeah, a way to go where you're working with your body. Uh, instead of against your body with chemical concoctions and nips and tucks and so on. So now, yeah, as people, promised, people see you. yeah, let's wrap up with some interesting factoids about acupuncture. 
you had mentioned in one of the videos on your website, artesianspringom.com, that there are five things that we probably don't know. What are those? Well, we actually spoke about one of those five things yes. throughout this whole show, that there are five branches of traditional Chinese medicine. And those five branches, of course, are acupuncture, massage therapy, Chinese herbal medicine, Chinese dietetics, and Qigong exercise. Now, the second thing that most people don't know about acupuncture is there's more than one kind of acupuncture needle. Yeah, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, we've got itty-bitty little tiny needles that we use for facial acupuncture. Uh, We've got longer needles for the body. And we've got even longer needles in case uh, I tell folks if I'm needling somebody for hip pain and I need to get into the hip joint and they've got a big, oh, big meaty butt, I may need to get down into that hip joint. So we've got longer needles there. Um, there's also uh, thinner needles and fatter needles. Thinner needles are uh, more tonifying to the chi. Fatter needles are more dispersing. Mm-hmm. There's also different handles that come on the needles, uh, depending on who makes them and where they're from. So the Chinese needles look a little different than the Japanese needles versus the Korean needles. Uh, But handles really don't make all that much of a difference when it comes to the therapeutic effect of the work. I think that's just more for acupuncturists' comfort. But um, that's the second point. The third point is needle insertion really isn't enough. I mean, you can go see... Um, somebody to just stick a needle in you, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get any sort of therapeutic effect. Uh, You have to hit the specific point, and manipulation of the needle is key. There are specific ways to manipulate a needle so that you are either tonifying the chi, bringing chi to the area, or dispersing stuck chi, getting it spread out so it's not causing problems. So is that so, why the acupuncturist will leave the room for a little while and then come back a couple times during your session and jiggle it a little bit? Uh-huh. That's exactly it. Interesting. They're, they're doing, when they jiggle those needles, that's a specific kind of manipulation. And there are different kinds of manipulations from moving it up and down to down and up to twirling one way to twirling the other. There's, there's a lot of different manipulations out there. Yeah, see, I didn't know that either. I, didn't, I, I thought it was just a random jiggle. I didn't realize there was a lot of <laughs> science behind the jiggling. Yeah, there's actually a reason why they do what they do. Yes. And that kind of brings me to the uh, next point, the last point. Uh, not the last point. Uh, the next point, which is um, it's not all about points. Um, and what I mean by that is there's a difference between what I call cookbook acupuncture and traditional Chinese medicine acupuncture. Cookbook acupuncture is where you go see a physical therapist or a chiropractor or somebody who has 150 hours or less worth of needling training, and they're handed a manual that says, okay, this point is good for this. Large intestine four between the thumb and the forefinger is good for frontal headache. So they put the needle in, boom, that headache's gone. However, if you see a TCM acupuncturist, they're going to do more than that because a lot of times your symptoms and your root cause aren't just cookbook easy. Mm -hmm. Fibromyalgia, for example, very complex. 
So we've got to look at meridian balancing. We've got to look at five-phase theory. We've got to look at four-level theory. There's a lot of different theories that we can access to create balance in the body when things are more complex. And you don't get that from 150-hour training. So the last thing that most folks didn't know about acupuncture is that there are several styles of acupuncture out there. There's traditional Chinese medicine, or what we call a principal style acupuncture. There's also family lineage styles from China. There's lineage styles from Japan. There's lineage styles from Korea. Um, some of the famous ones are Tong uh, mm. style acupuncture uh, from China. Uh, in Japan, there's Toyohari style acupuncture. And uh, there's a lot of different styles out there. There's also uh, Worsley five element style acupuncture, which is another fantastic style of acupuncture. But I'd end up having to do another four years of school because it's so different from the style of acupuncture that I already practice. So there's there's different styles of acupuncture out there. They all have their strengths and their weaknesses, but you know what? They all work, yes. and they're fantastic. That's right. Agreed. It's a wonderful, complete modality. Now, as we get ready to wrap up here, can you just remind our listeners where they can find you on the web and social media? You bet. Folks can find me on the web at www.artesianspringom. That stands for Artesian Spring Oriental Medicine, so artesianspringom.com. Or they can give me a phone call, and my number is 970-633-0199. That's 970-633-0199. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today and sharing all this wonderful information about your field of practice. I know I've been doing acupuncture for many years, and I learned some things. So this was just great. Thank you so much. Sandra, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. You are very welcome. And thanks, everyone, again, for joining us. And we'll see you again next week. Same time, same place. Our guest will be Dr. Ron Weiss. MD of Ethos Health in Long Valley, New Jersey. Talk about food as medicine. He practices medicine on a beyond organic farm and prescribes plants that are grown there as living medicines. How cool is that? Another example of real health care, which is what we're all about over here at Gen R Radio. In the meantime, follow my company, WCubed, on Facebook or connect with me on Twitter at Sandra G. Malhotra. You can also check out all of our activities at www.wcubedcommunity.com. Thank you again for joining us. Namaste. Thank you for tuning in to Generation Regeneration with Sandra Guy Malhotra. Please join us again next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. In the coming week, think of the changes that you could make to regenerate your body, mind, and spirit. Mm -hmm.